Hey peeps, this is Fernie, your resident psychic medium and spiritual teacher, and you are listening to Fernie Unfiltered, where we dive into topics that enlighten, inform, and entertain the soul. Today we have a very special episode. You'll get to see business coach and brand strategist Christy Kiever guide emerging influencer Red Shoe Ryan past personal blocks to establish his brand and lay the groundwork for a successful business. So stick around because you will not want to miss this episode and watch Coach On Call Christy Kiever. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Christy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Hi, Fernie. I am so good. I'm in the Christmas spirit. I'm ready for Santa to come into town. I am good. <laughs> awesome. You're very festive today. And yes. in the Christmas spirit. I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited to chat with you today. Yeah, I'm excited too. Fernie told me that you have been a great mentor to him and kind of helped him out. And so I am stoked for the opportunity. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and get started. But before we do really quick, I want to kind of just give you a frame of reference in regards to what to expect during our time together. Okay. What we're going to do is I'm going to ask you just a series of a couple of questions in the beginning to get a better understanding of who you are, what your business is, what the ideas you have in mind are. And then from there, we'll dig deeper and, um, into the conversation because my goal is to try to find a piece of clarity for you maybe something you're stuck or struggling on i'll ask you about that and then we'll work to wrap it up into a nice little bow with a couple of action steps that you can take immediately and know that my goal and my mission first and foremost is not to overwhelm you even though it might feel like that as we go through the conversation but my goal is to try to get as much information out of you so that i can kind of help you see the path that's laying there in front of you because a lot of times what happen is what happens is we have everything that we need already right here with us. But what happens when we try to see it, we try to make sense of it, we try to turn it into something, it's kind of like looking at ourselves in the mirror. It's sitting on our forehead. It's already here. It's really, really close to us. But if we look at it, even in a mirror, it's backwards. It's mixed up. It's kind of hard to make any sense of it because there's no clarity, right? Sure. And so we're going to find you some of that clarity today. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. So I have a question. Awesome. So, yes, so yes. Ryan, so for people who are just meeting you or because, you know, people may not know who you are or what you do. So what you're, that's my first question. Oh, good, good. So Christy yeah. knows what she's doing. Okay, cool. So I'm going to step back and let Christy run the show then. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start first by who you are, what it is that you do and what your goal is. Yep. So my name is Ryan. I have been a real estate agent for going on eight years now. So I have quite a bit of entre entrepreneurial experience. Um, what I am stepping forward into, though, is becoming, um, I guess, what I would call a life enthusiast. So I'm in the process of starting a podcast. I, for years, have been posting content on social media, Instagram, Snapchat, um, just off of what inspires me and people that I interact with. And so for the longest time, people have been telling me, Ryan, you need to get this stuff out there. You need to, you know, rather than just putting it on an Instagram story that disappears after 24 hours, you need to have something that people can, you know, come and connect with you and um, have that dialogue and stuff. So um, that is what I'm stepping forward into. And that's my biggest goal 
um, is to really start a podcast, a YouTube channel, something that can allow me to fulfill my passion, which is impacting several, really, I mean, hundreds of thousands of lives uh, every single day. Awesome. I love that. I can tell you're passionate about it. I'm yes. curious to know, though, what what types of conversations are you having? What types of things are inspiring you? So um, there is a podcast that I listen to every day, and I'm kind of modeling that same format. It's called Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. Have you heard of it? I have. Yes. Yeah. So love Lewis. Listen to him almost religiously. Um, and so basically what he does for people who haven't ever heard of his podcast, he brings inspirational people on his show and he interviews them. And it can be the CEO of Nike. It could be um, someone who's a leader in women activism. Um, it could be anyone. Sometimes it's someone who's created packaged ketchup and just like changed the way that we eat our foods and more healthy content in our foods and things like that. So um, I'm really emulating that same format in the sense that I want to bring people onto the show that have inspired me and have an inspirational story to share with others. Uh, that way we can make it through life a little bit easier. So um, sometimes that's me connecting with doctors, other entrepreneurs. I happen to be well connected in the real estate field. And so um, people have past lives and careers before real estate and then go on to do even more bigger and greater things after real estate. So um, tapping into that and just who I interact with every single day, I have a gift of people tend to open up to me. And so I think it would be a disservice for me not to use that in a great way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what would you say are the things, let's say, Let's pick six to eight of your most of your topics that you're most passionate about talking or talking yeah. about. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So law of attraction is a huge one and getting okay. ourselves kind of into the mindset of clarity and letting things come to us rather than us fighting too much to make things happen. Mm -hmm. Um so that's one or maybe even two. Entrepreneurship is a big one because that can lead to so many great successes, whether um, you know, you're building a school for ADHD children or you are uh, you know, making an impact on the world through your experience in entrepreneurship. So that's another really big one. Health is a really big one, health and exercise. I did a lot of transformation in my own life through um, doing 5Ks and 10Ks and getting involved with a personal trainer and just different things to kind of keep my mind and my body active. Um, and philanthropy, I love the, I, 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 it's one of my aspirations in my older years, I guess, to uh, be a to be a venture capitalist for young entrepreneurs. Um, and so I think that goes into philanthropy and, and also, you know, helping out at food banks and things like that. Um, I think our world is so big and we have so many resources that we can give and not many people do. So I'd like to bring some of that to light as well. Awesome. Okay. So let me recap those really quick. Yeah. Law of attraction, mindset, entrepreneurship, uh, health and exercise from the perspective of mind and body kind of movement activity, mm -hmm. et cetera. And then philanthropy specifically yes. in like VC investing in youth and on fellow entrepreneurship. Yeah. Any other topics? 
those are the main ones that stand out to me now. Okay. All right. So then my next question is, what is, what's your struggle? What is kind of holding you back from really playing full yeah, out? Yeah. So my struggle right now is, uh, I have learned over the years that one thing that I'm not so great at is organization and kind of putting all of the steps in place in order to make something come to fruition. So I'm really great at casting the idea and, having the big vision and even, uh, you know, finding out what tweaks we need to make in order to make it the way that I like it and the way that I want people to take the message in. Um, what I'm not great at is starting from zero and getting to a hundred. So, um, I think that's one of my biggest struggles is organizing all of it and finding out what small pieces it takes to get to the big piece or to the big picture. Um, that, and also because, real estate, which is my moneymaker, keeps me so busy that um, I, I need to find a way to blend the two. And I have done it successfully in the past where I'll work with clients who are inspiring and then that will go on to say, okay, let's see if we can get you, um, well, let's see if we can share your message with the world. Um, but I'd like to get where I don't focus, I don't have to focus as much on real estate and I can focus on what I'm really passionate about, which is um, you know, sharing these messages and experiences with the world. Got so, it. So I have a question. So Ryan, have you like tried to do this before? Or had you tried to start something before only to have the same either issue come up or like an example? Can you give me an example of what you mean by you are blocked or you get stuck with not having the action steps and cause I'm assuming you've tried this before. That's what I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yep. So I've tried this before and What's crazy is whenever I have tried to do it, which kind of goes back into manifestation and stuff like that, but whenever I've tried to do it in the past, it's like I'm overthinking it and then it becomes work. Whereas whenever I just kind of let it happen, like when I got on Snapchat for the first time, I guess six years ago or whenever it became popular, I was just going out and I would you know, share my inspirational messages or just what was on my mind that morning and share it onto Snapchat. And I would get so many people say, wow, you just lit up my day, you know? And, and, um, as I would go out, let's say that I was having a beer with a friend at a local brewery, I would spark up a great conversation with someone, find out what it is that they do for work, what inspires them that would inspire me. And I'd say, I'd love to connect with you. Let's, let's connect on Snapchat. And so I gained so much of a following. I would get hundreds of views on Snapchat every day and people would comment and say, man, you just lit up my day. I was having a bad morning till I saw you and now I'm feeling good. Um, and that's the feedback that keeps me going. Whenever people are telling me that what I'm doing is making an impact in their day, that's what I'm like, man, okay, I, I conquered this day. But then you know, all of that comes natural. I just do that and it happens. But then whenever I start to think, okay, let me put this in a, um, I guess in a more formal format, that's whenever I start to struggle because then it becomes work. That that's whenever it goes from being fun and just kind of doing what I'm doing to work and let me do it on the best level that I can. Got it. So do you have anybody who helps you on this with your passion project on the side or the podcast, I'm sorry. Is there anyone um, that helps you on your team other than your real estate team? Not necessarily. No. Okay. Have you thought I about mean, having had, somebody help you? 
I've had, yes, I mean, <laughs> definitely. Um, I've had little bits of help here and there. For instance, um, I know the VP of marketing for this really big development company they develop big neighborhoods and things like that and so i share my story with her and what i'm looking to do and that inspired her to help me come up with graphics and logos and stuff that I actually just delivered this past week um so i mean i've had little bits of help here and there but no one who's like dedicated like okay let's do this who's on board just as much as i am gotcha okay so there's two things that i see that would be the missing pieces to what you're looking to accomplish okay one is we want to keep you in that fun role. And in order to do that, it's got to be, it's got to flow, right? It's got yeah. to just be inspiring in the moment. And it's got to be organized enough so that you feel like you're accomplishing something, but not getting stuck in the detail, right? So there's typically two roles to every successful business. One, there's the visionary. So that's the person with the big ideas, the thinking outside of the box, inspired in the moment and kind of just going with the flow, right? You're a visionary, yeah. right? Yeah. And visionaries typically have no problem seeing big picture and coming up with hundreds of ideas in, in a minute, right? But then when it comes to the details and implementing the information, that's where it feels daunting and boring and not so fun anymore, right? Yeah. Okay. The other role to that who is a perfect match for the visionary is called the integrator. So the integrator is the person who not necessarily is the one that does all of the things, but organize the, organizes the completion and foresees all of the things to in order to get them done. And so the integrator is the person who's doing all of the not fun stuff that is deemed <laughs> um, tiresome by the visionary, but that's where things are actually being completed. Okay, the impact is actually being made and allows you to step into that place where you're always receiving those words of affirmation to say, this yeah. is so fantastic. This is a great job. I want to, I want you to keep going. Right. And so number one is finding an integrator to help you it, to make sure that things are getting complete to allow you to stay in the fun space as much as possible. And most people think that the integrator is somebody who kind of comes in a full-time basis and kind of manages the whole thing. And that's not actually true. An integrator can be somebody who works maybe two hours a week for you to make sure that the to-do tasks to, in order to see a vision to completion is actually implemented. Okay. Okay. So that's one thing. The second thing that I see is missing is having a system. So a step-by-step -step system from start to finish. So that's the, all the details, right? That the integrator can come in and say, okay, if I know I have two hours, these are the 10 steps that have to be done every single week within these two hours in order to have my job complete. Okay. So okay. a simple system um, that's not overwhelming or complicated because if it is, you need to have a best, uh, an understanding of it so that you can direct your integrator, um, but at the same time be hands-off enough to say that I trust this person and I trust the process so that I know it's going to be complete. So you get to create the system. You don't have to execute the system. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. How does that Where feel? Where would I find no, that sounds great. That feels great. So I mean, I and that's why I say I've realized that over my time in real estate, because now that I'm on a team, you know, the same thing applies here mm -hmm. in the business. I'm great with talking to clients out in homes and visualizing how you're going to have your furniture and the best way to negotiate to get you to where you need to be. 
Um, but then whenever it comes down to the contracts and organize all the timelines and stuff, my transaction coordinator, I'm like, this is all you, you got this and let me know where I need to stand in. Exactly. Um, so you need a transaction coordinator for your podcast. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> so where would I find one of those? So where you would find somebody who actually executes this can be as simple as finding a VA for a couple of hours where they, where you're setting them up for success is by creating the structure for them to follow. Right. Okay. So where most entrepreneurs fall short in this process, especially visionaries like us, is that we want to stay in the fun zone, right? We don't want to think about the step by steps, but it's important to know and create those step by steps so that they a have a, a structure to follow so they know how to be successful and b to make sure that the task at hand that you're assigning to them is actually complete and you're able to accomplish what you're looking to do, right? Right. So hmm. Fernie, you were going to say something. Yeah, so I have a question about that because I feel like I came into it. So I feel like Ryan's coming into it from the visionary perspective and trying to get that integration aspect incorporated. And for mm -hmm. me, I feel like I came from the opposite perspective where because I was working for Starbucks, Starbucks was the visionary and I was the integrator. And so yes. by being a store manager for so many years, I integrated the system that they needed me to integrate to get the, the, the whole vision expressed in its fullest form. And so when I started building my business, I was doing more integrating than I was being the visionary. And now that my business has already been established, now I'm turning more into a visionary and I'm hiring people to do the integration for me. So I don't have to focus so much on that. And it frees up more energy for being a visionary and I can allow myself that freedom there. So mm -hmm. for me, when I started the business, I didn't have extra money to hire like a VA or like people to do that extra work. And so what I did was learn, like I watched YouTube videos and like what we're doing today, like I learned how to do it by watching YouTube videos or this or that and learning to do it myself so that I wouldn't have to depend on someone else to do it for me. But for people who are kind of they understand that that may be necessary to have an integrator, but they may not have the budget to allow for an integrator. Do you, do you have an idea of what might help them to kind of get a start with a pretty good balance? Yes, absolutely. So what helps is actually creating just that very simple step-by-step -step process mm. that needs to be followed. It's kind of like if you're a blogger, mm. right? When you're blogging, there's a series of steps that you go through. You have to do the research. You have to pick your topic, do the research, write the article, publish the article, create the graphics for it, advertise it or promote it, and then you know continue on the process to get to the next one done. So for people who are visionaries who do struggle with the execution, the key to it is keeping the most minimal action steps possible to make sure that it actually gets finished. So with that being said, what I mean is don't focus on trying to make it perfect, right? Like you said that um, school of greatness is your kind of benchmark, if you will, or inspiration. You can't expect to be at Lewis's house level because he's been doing it for years at the get-go when you're just getting started. But sure. where can you start? You know, where can you feel comfortable with getting, you know, just getting the information out there so that you're making an impact where you are right now? Over time, you start realizing that, oh, I need to add this step in there or, you know, I forgot about this piece or this one's really important. And you start building on that first edition, if you will. But starting with the first edition to just make sure it's complete is the most important piece.
So where can I, um, where can I start on this outline? So starting on the outline, there's a couple of different things you can do. You already have a process because you already have podcast episodes that are going out there, right? So it's no, about not yet. You don't yet? Okay. No, nope. so, everything's just bits and pieces on social media. Got it. Got it. Okay, perfect. So the beautiful thing about the internet is that there's so much information out there, right? Like we can find good stuff and there's a lot of bad stuff out there. And so the good stuff is the important thing to try to look for. And there's so many successful people. I think Lewis might even have a, a version of here. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, here's a simple checklist that you can follow to get started. Um, I know Ryan Dice has a free podcast getting started school that you can sign up for. Um, and that's available on his website. Yes, please do. So Ryan Dice, um, I can't remember the name of his podcast, but I know that he's got a free get you started step by step. Now, keep in mind, it's very basic. But that's exactly okay. what you need. A, as a visionary, you just need something very basic to get you started. And B, be open to expanding on it, right? And so making sure that you're keeping track of what it is that you're doing. Um, and then reaching out to people who already do have podcasts. Freddie has a podcast. You can ask him questions. Um, there's other people out there who are willing to help. There's uh, Facebook groups about podcasts producers specifically so that you can jump in and if you get stuck on something you can ask questions but it's really about being comfortable to ask questions right okay don't be afraid to come across as oh i'm just getting started and i'm a newbie and i don't know what i'm doing say i'm a newbie i'm just getting started can somebody you know give me some time or answer a couple questions for me Okay. So when when Christy when you, when you say start basic because there are some people who they think that if they if they're going to start a podcast or they're going to start like a business they have to start where everything is like lined up perfectly or everything looks refined and professional and perfect etc. So why why do you suggest people not focus so much on that and just start basic? Because the most important thing when you're first getting started is to focus on consistency. Mm. So taking consistent steps of action will give you that clarity and that confidence that you need next, right? So doing it imperfect. So right now, if all you wanted to do was not focus on the technology and the systems and the tools and all of that other daunting stuff, where you could focus on is all of us have a phone and on that phone is a voice recorder. Push record on that voice recorder and then upload it to something like Anchor um, or yeah. YouTube, and there's your podcast right there. You know, that that was my experience as well, because if you look at like the first few podcast episodes that I did, I just rambled on and talked for 45 minutes to an hour. So there wasn't any rhyme or reason or outline or structure. I was just kind of like rolling with it. And then in this latest series or season of my podcast, it's very structured and I go by a specific platform. And Ryan, I found that online. And that's the one that I sent you because when you asked me like, yeah. what do you use for your podcast? What do you do this? What, this is what I do. And so I gave you my basic like structure that I use for my podcast. But it's like that. I don't know if you've, you guys have seen that Mexican grandma on YouTube where she lives like in this like ranch house but it's like obviously you know they're not the the richest people they're poor and she she like lives I mean she her kitchen's like halfway outside and so her her granddaughters decided to create a cooking uh, uh YouTube channel around her cooking and so they just record her for like 10 minutes and it's just with a basic phone and she just basically talks about how 
she cooks and she just is there cooking and you know she she's not even acting she's just like it was delicious. Like, she, you know, she's not smiling or nothing. But she was like, it was delicious. You know, I'm like, but it's funny because you know, it's authentic, you know, it's true, but it's yeah. very basic. And in the first month or two of her doing this, this series, she reached like over a million viewers. And now she has like millions of subscribers and she's received all these awards from YouTube and you can see her set and the environment, like her stove is now painted and she's got the background painted and her awards on the wall but that's happened over the you know several months of her doing this but she started off doing a basic bitch version Just of out in the backyard. exactly in the literally <laughs> in the backyard you hear the yeah. crows you know you hear all that stuff <laughs> and you're like dang she's like straight up out there you know but that's exactly what christy is talking about yes exactly what i'm talking about because I mean, you'll, most people spend so much time thinking about the process and overthinking and overthinking. And next thing you know, a year's gone by and you still are still thinking about it, right? Nothing's actually that's what happened. I've done for the past couple of years, which that's why I'm like, I got to change something. I've got to get things going. Yeah. So here's something else to think about too, because what a lot of people, there's core areas where people typically get stuck, right? They get stuck in the how, they get stuck in the process, they get stuck in what do I talk about or what do I share? And so going back to the categories that you talk about, um, making sure that there's some sort of rhyme or reason to what it is that you're sharing is probably a really good place to start as well. Um, if we're giving yourself full permission to be imperfect, but just get it done anyway, right? And so what Fernie was talking about in regards to in the beginning, you're just kind of rambling, you're talking on and on and on. Um, but then you start getting more comfortable, you start building more confidence, you also get more clear on your message. So the format of how you deliver it starts to shift and change as well, right? So the reason I asked you in the beginning, kind of what are the topics that you talk about primarily is because your audience does have to feel like there's some sort of cohesion and consistency to it instead of just being some random, you know, fly, you know, fly off the seat of your pants kind of conversation, which those are good. So long as there's some cohesion and consistency to what you're talking about. Right. So when you think of that, the categories of which that you talk about, they are a little random, but I see how they go together at the same time, right? It's blending life, it's blending passion, it's blending work, and it's blending all the things that make us human, right? And so you want to make sure that, you know, with these core categories, I'll repeat them, law of attraction, mindset, entrepreneurship, health and exercise, and then philanthropy, you want to make sure that you stick to those categories. Meaning okay. like anytime inspiration strikes or inspiration hits, you want to ask yourself, does it fit into one of my six core categories? So what I suggest and encourage is that you have this as a note in your phone somewhere because you'll get random thoughts and ideas of things that you want to share. Just double check your core categories and see if it fits into one of those buckets. If it does, share freely. And if it doesn't, ask yourself, does this keep coming up? Does this need to be a new category? Do I need to talk about this in exchange of something else? Um, that's where that fine tuning process kind of comes in, in alignment. Um, but the more you talk about it, the more you'll start to notice. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep.
You know, Ryan's the one who got me started with my podcast. Like he actually, he's the one who started me with my YouTube channel, my podcast, like all these different things that he's now trying to do. He's the one that's like, you should start your own podcast. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. That sounds like too much work. And then he's like, hey, you should start your own YouTube, you know, your vlog or whatever. I'm like, no, that sounds like too much work. And hey, you should open up an Instagram and you should open up a, no, that sounds like too much work. And then here I am, fast forward a few <laughs> years. And he's like, I'm thinking of starting a podcast. And I'm like, okay, well, then start the damn podcast. And he's just like, eh, you know, so I get where he's coming from because that's where I was mentally myself. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Getting started is hard. Giving advice and suggestions on what you should do or could do. That's really easy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's getting the gears cranking and the wheels rolling that takes all of the work yeah. mm-hmm. you know you can also so, well, i was gonna say you can also trade with people ryan because like since you know like you said you know this this marketing person that does like the graphics and all that other stuff you know i'm sure you could work out some sort of trade like um opportunity with this individual or mm-hmm. with other people who are um what, are, what did you call it christy there are um integrators. integrators integrators yeah you can yeah so you can yeah god we need to start like a whole cloud of like trading services for integrators <laughs> and visionaries because there are people who do better things better and there are people who actually think things better so that would be a great uh, op- uh idea just fyi anybody out there who wants to do absolutely. that absolutely because that sounds like too much it's like crowdfunding yeah people just getting started yeah, like for, crowdsourcing yeah, yeah. <laughs> not everybody because has it's a budget true i mean higher. yeah i know so many people who are really really great and love the detail work but then you're like okay you go and interact with you need to go and make 10 friends at this networking event and they're like ripping their nails out thinking oh my mm-hmm. gosh how am i ever going to make 10 friends and you tell me you need to organize 10 files and get everything together and i'm like oh my god can i just go make friends yep exactly so true so true but yeah but that's a great idea um asking somebody to help so i mentioned previously going to a facebook group and joining a facebook group of people who are wanting to get started in podcasting and doing a post and letting people know hey i'm just getting started is there anybody out there who would be willing to give me an hour of their time in exchange for you know tell me how i can help you here's my area of expertise or my skill set that i have or something that i'm passionate about so that they know that you're willing to exchange information for valuable information as well right okay. um, and i think that's the piece that's missing though is some people who are looking for trade or asking for free is that they're not expecting or not willing to actually exchange their knowledge and their information for what they're receiving right So I think that it's always best to just kind of put it out there, what you're willing to bring to the table, if that's something that they're interested in. Okay, awesome. I need to find some of these Facebook groups and get in them. Yeah, I don't have any names off the top of my head. Oh, Um, I'm sure it's just a little search away. Oh yeah, there's so many really, really good ones out there, but yeah. Perfect, okay. So I have my core categories and making sure that what I, the topics that I'm thinking about going through or the conversations that I'm having, making sure they align with my core categories. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Ryan Dice and getting started. So kind of using his, I guess, template or whatever as an inspiration to get mine going. Um, and then also, realizing that I'm the visionary and that I need to find a good integrator that maybe I could barter with and um, 
share some of our expertises with one another. Exactly. Something else I was thinking of too that you could probably check out is going to Pinterest. I love okay. using Pinterest. Pinterest is actually a really great search tool. Um, I use it by far more than Google. Um, but Pinterest, you'll be able to search up podcast checklist. Okay. And I'm certain there's many of great checklists out there because all you need right now is a very simple checklist. And that's the base of your process. Because even with somebody else's checklist, like if Fernie let you have his checklist, you're going to modify it to fit you, mm -hmm. right? You're going to yeah. revise it to so that it feels flowy to you so that you don't feel like, oh, I'd rather go make friends. <laughs> but you're still actually getting something finished, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So let me ask you about, or can I ask a question? You can do whatever do you, you want. You can oh, do whatever okay. you want. <laughs> okay. So let me ask a question about kind of branding. So I have um, built a personal brand really since I just about got into real estate, which is Red Shoe Ryan. So I am known all over the place on every social media network. I have the website. Um, people's kids even call me Mr. Red Shoes because I only ever always wear red shoes. And that has stuck so magically. Like I could not have asked it's not even really anything I planned. It just sort of happened and it developed over time. And now everyone knows me as Red Shoe Ryan. So um, it's great, easy to find me online, but it's not necessarily how I want to brand my podcast. So I, I've i already kind of worked toward a title, which is Journey to Enlightenment, um, because I think that ultimately by sharing and taking in everyone's stories, we all go through our own, our own journeys and lives and we share off of one another to enlightenment. And um, so I'm trying to, it's been racking around my brain if I need to come up with different social media platform for journey to enlightenment and my experience, I've had the most success just off of my own profile and just kind of that organic reach way. Um, but I don't know how I should go about that with branding. Should I just keep everything under Red Shoe Ryan and just know that it's the Journey to Enlightenment podcast or yes. what's your suggestion? Yes. Yes, what? <laughs> yes. You want to keep it together as one because Red Shoe Ryan is, is, your, is your signature. It's you, right? It's your style. Yeah. Something that if it, if so, I like to say that if something finds you, i.e. this kind of just happened, then that's exactly where you're meant to be. And okay. so Red to Ryan is perfect because it embodies everything that makes you you, right? This is just yeah. your signature piece that you're known for. And so Journey to Enlightenment then is a sub brand of that, but it's created by you, which is okay. Red to Ryan, right? And so um, think of your brand as like a tool belt, okay? Like you are the tool belt and the pieces of the tools, the different tools that you add to the belt are the, you know, different products and things that you create to add services to it. Yeah, services, etc. So Red Shoe Ryan is the belt and the journey to enlightenment is a tool that you add to it. You're going to create other tools that. in the future that you can continuously add, but the core to everything is Red Shoe Ryan. Yeah. Okay. And so would you suggest that I continue to do like real estate stuff on there? And um, I mean, I guess if it's my tool belt, keep it all mm -hmm. going, right? 
Yeah, I mean, because real estate, real estate is your is your entrepreneurship, right? Yeah, until and that's where I. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of your core categories. So yes. Yeah, and it's my tool to interact with people and mm -hmm. and meet people every day and stuff like that. So um, I feel like I would be a fool to let that go. That's right. You well, I wouldn't call you a fool, but I think <laughs> that it makes sense to keep it. Yeah, because. A lot of times when people think of adding new things, they always think immediately, oh, I need to create a brand for it. And yes, that's true, but it doesn't mean that that brand has to be a standalone brand. It can be a subset brand to your core brand, right? Okay. So think of it as like, I like to think, uh, I love analogies. And so think of Whole Foods, right? Mm -hmm. The logo for Whole Foods is green, but you go inside of a Whole Foods store and it's color coded by department, right? There's one color for the produce, one color for the meat, one color for the bakery, and they all go together under that one green logo, right? And so same thing here. You want to create its own brand. So Journey to Enlightenment, yes, will be its own brand. However, it's a part of Red Shoe Ryan. Okay. It's funny when you say Christy, like, I don't think of you as a fool. I'm like, oh, Christy, he's wearing a big Santa hat on his head. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, girl. <laughs> I might be a little bit of a fool. If he was wearing a Joker hat, maybe. Mm. But. <laughs> so then that, that leads me to another question for myself, because like for my podcast, I've seen other people who have had like podcasts where podcast is the thing that they are highlighting, that they are essentially like fixated on, even though they do other things. It's like the one thing that is their either bread and butter or it's their primary focus. For me, it is one of my tools. And so those people who have just, you know, are, are, are focused on their podcasts, they usually have like their own podcast website and their own where there's a lot of emphasis on the podcast. For me, I've thought about that, but at the same time, everything is linked through my through my site and everything is linked through my brand, which is my name, which is Fernanda Marone, you know, dot com. And so it all bases off of that. So would you suggest someone like myself who not only is focused on a podcast, but has other things incorporated that all can kind of tie into each other? Do you think someone like me should have a separate page and have a separate um, like prom like marketing strategy for the podcast? Or should I stick within the whole Fernanda Marone brand for myself? I think that's a great question. And I think that if it's the primary focus, like the thing, mm. then yes, it needs to have its own place. Um, and not even initially, you know, once it grows to a certain point, then you do want to branch it off and kind of give it its own focus. Um, but I think that having everything under one umbrella is the best thing because when you're trying to build momentum and you're trying to build your brand and you're trying to build more visibility and awareness, you want to drive all of that traffic to the one place. Mm. And that's that one place is your website, okay. right? Mm. That's the core where they can find all the things about you. Yeah. So it isn't until you are at a point where you have enough of an audience, enough of a following, enough of a subscriber base to where you can justify branching it off. Keep in mind though, there's very, there's a lot of very successful podcasters out there that still have their podcast, the core thing that they have underneath their main site mm -hmm. as one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So I think that there's very specific strategies as to why or why you wouldn't branch it off. But I think for the most part, until you know for sure and you have a, a substantial following, uh, it's always best to just keep it to one so that all of your efforts that you're putting out there for visibility and awareness are driving back to that core. Yeah. So essentially what Ryan, like, so what he needs to kind of focus on is even though he has this large vision or this massive like identity he's already created around his, his, his persona and, and what he wants to do in the world is to focus on something relatively small. Cause people may be watching this and say like, Oh, what, you know, record on your phone and upload it with a basic system and just keep it basic bitch, you know, that's what he needs to focus on. He does, he doesn't need to make, make it more complicated than that. He doesn't need to do. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, it can, it can be that simple. Mm. Right. And, and the reason for that is because you might go down this avenue and then decide, you know what, I'm really not that passionate about it. Mm. I want to try this instead. Mm. Right. Mm. And so if that's the case, then for some people who go all in on the deep end and try to overcomplicate it and do this big old process only to find out later, it's like, well, I'm shifting. So what I started is not where I'm at right now. And now I want to, you know, change. And then I have to reinvest all the time and the money mm. in order to, to make that change. And so I like to just start where you are with what you already have and focus on consistency first, because that consistency mm. will always lead you to the clarity that you need to even decide, is this what you want to do? Is this the direction that you want to go? Or do I need to be open to shifting into something new? So, okay. so starting with focus on consistency and less on focus on um, how you're perceived or the title that you end up assuming or. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because let's look at both scenarios. Like you could go all in and create this big, beautiful personal brand. And I do see that for you, by the way, this big, beautiful personal brand, uh, Red Shoe Ryan and a section on there is journey to enlightenment. It's talking about the whole story of how this works together. Right. And I see red shoes and I see, you know, whatever I see it all. But let's say that by the time this is all finished, you decide, you know, maybe I have different conversations or I want to talk about or actually all of a sudden you're invited to be a motivational speaker because they're watching your your videos and your podcasts and you're you're a great connector. And so what if the journey takes you into a different direction and then you kind of have to start over or spend the time and the energy to refine and edit, which you could do that. But if you don't know for sure this is what you want to do, then just start small. Okay. Start on that clarity piece. And the clarity comes from consistency. I like that you said connector. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you say if you like meeting, if you want to go make friends instead of working on a step-by-step -step process, then you're a connector. <laughs> yep, that for certain. Um, awesome. So how soon do you think you can have those steps in play, Ryan. So I, I have made a goal for myself to have my very first podcast publish on January 8th. So I'd like to work on this and be done with it by this weekend. since today's Monday. Um, so actually immediately after this, Mondays are typically my um, research and development days. So I'm going to go through and find Ryan Dice, find his outlines, see what things I can take from it, write it all out. Um, my 
first episode is really just going to be a solo episode talking about what has inspired me to get this off of the ground, um, what inspires me just in life, and also tell a little bit about myself and my experience. Mm. So um, I don't have to depend on anyone else in terms of booking a guest or whatever to do that. Um, so by this weekend, I'll have my outline done. Probably even before then, but I'm going to say by this weekend. So why by January 8th? Because like for me, someone who's already got experience with a podcast, I mean, I literally can take my phone, record myself with headphones because it's clearer and record it and then download the Anchor app and upload that to the Anchor, attach whatever art I want to use and zoom like it's up and running and it's on all the platforms. So why January yeah. 8th? Why not tomorrow sooner? Um, that's a really good question. So, I mean, I guess I could get it going even sooner. I had just really planned on making my announcement by January 8th because when I really got serious about this, January 8th turned out to be six weeks from when, however long ago I was like, okay, I'm committing to this. It's real. I'm going to make it happen. Um, also eight is my lucky number. Mm. So I just thought it would be cool to start the new year and start on the 8th of January. But I mean, it doesn't have to be, I yeah. can get things going even before then. Um, you know, like whenever you open a store, you have like a soft opening, then your grand opening. So maybe I'll have a soft opening yeah. and then my grand opening on the 8th. Well, I mean, the 18th is two days away and there's an 8 and 18. And then tomorrow <laughs> right. is the 17th. And if you look at the numerology, it equals to 8. 7 plus 1 is 8. So Exactly. So I'm just, I'm, I, cause here's, here's what I'm thinking, because I, I think you have the idea. I think you have the plan. I think you have uh, an outline for what you're going to do. And I think Christy's made it like super crystal clear. What I'm seeing you doing in the second is what I always do, which is I build a mountain out of something that just is a little bit of, of a hill. Uh, oh, and, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to do this in four weeks. I'm going to do this first and do this first. And, do this. and so you're basically like building walls before mm -hmm. the prop, before you actually begin the process. And so it's like by building, okay, it has to be on the eighth. It has to be this. It has to be like, it sounds like these walls that are being put up to make it even more complicated or to just make it even more like push it away from you. And so what I would say is screw that to hell with that. Like, it. like if you can just do a rough, you know, a rough version of it sooner rather than later, and then just use that it will get the the consistency started because Chrissy had, she said mm -hmm. nothing about no eight. She said consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't say you have to do it on the eight, Ryan. If you don't do it on the eight, sweetheart, you're going to fail. And so <laughs> I'm like, Oh girl, she's serious about that eight, but it's, it's not that serious. Like eight is just a number, you know, consistency yeah. has more value than the number eight. And I think people, yeah. especially us in the, in the spiritual community, you know, people base their decisions and their, uh, um, the reactions to real life situations and real life things that can that can help us to move forward, we base it on the most interesting things, you know, like, oh, I have to wait till it's the right date, or I have to wait till I have the right stuff with me, or I have to wait till I have like the next new right, moon. Right, right. Exactly. Sure. New moon or oh, it's Mercury retrograde. I ain't doing this shit on Mercury retrograde. Like you <laughs> you have all these things that we we have a tendency of building it up 
more than it needs to. And that's why I would say, mm, yeah. screw the eight, screw the nine, and they screw the, uh, the announcement, just like do it, shoot it out there. And someone's going to pick up on it and it's going to start to gain that momentum. But the consistency, I think, is more important than the planning around it. Don't you, I mean, that's what I think. What do you think, Christine? Yeah. No. So here's yeah, my thought. I, oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just want to add a, a thing or two to that. Yeah. So yes, I am totally on board with what you say. And I believe too that we do have a tendency to kind of add those barriers for ourselves to say, oh, and that's our process of making it perfect, mm. right? But at the same time, I know that there does need to be a little bit of strategy mm. to your execution because you don't want to just be flinging spaghetti against the wall and hoping something sticks, right? So here's kind of a compromise that you can do to still take action, but also still work towards those launch dates with whatever eight's going to be in there, right? And so taking action it can also look in the form of doing an Instagram live or a Facebook live and let people know, Hey, I've been thinking about this for a really long time. I've been called to do it. I've been getting feedback and information. So I'm doing this and here's what's, what's going to happen. It's going to look like this. It's going to have these conversations. I'm going to talk about these six things and I want to hear from you. Mm. What do you want me to talk about? Who do you want me to interview? What that does is it actually invites your audience on the journey with you and helps to build that momentum. I love that. I Yeah, that's juicy. I love it. Okay. So if you're going to take an action today, that's what I would suggest that you do is as soon as you're off of this, of this conversation with us, do that live and let people know what it is that you're doing. Like, hey, the, I'm going to launch it January 8th, but until then, here's what's going on. And you take them with you behind the scenes to say, I am going here, here's my red shoes, and we're going over here, and we're talking about the journey that so-and-so has, or I'm talking about this, or whatever. And you show them the work that you're putting into getting to that January 8th launch, because by the time January, January 8th comes, they're like, yes, I've been waiting Everyone's for this. Ready. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. It's like the countdown begins today, right? And so the reason that I say that, and I totally agree with Bernie, like you want to take action immediately. But here's the thing. When people launch things, they have this expectation that, oh, it's going to sell out and I'm going to have so many people and all the, you know, everyone's going to be so excited and they don't say anything to lead up to it. So it's like you have your new store, you open the doors, you put your sign on their door open and you're like, now we're no one knows you're no one knows yeah. you're coming right no one knows <laughs> and so it's like you can't expect to have the sold out crowd at Madison Square Garden if you've never played a county fair or if you've never played open mic nights right and so let people know that you're having your open mic nights and guess what the county fair is your soft launch and then opening night Madison Square Garden is your actual launch okay okay i'm going to do that so that's what I did um, whenever I was joining my real estate team was I knew for about two weeks prior that I was going to be coming onto the team and I would put little hints on Facebook or whatever, like, Hey, something's big is coming, whatever, join me live. I'm going to be on this day, whatever. And so people were texting me like, Ryan, what's going on? What do you, what, like, what's this big announcement? Will you just tell me I'm going to be at a doctor's appointment? Can you just tell me right now? And I'm like, no, nope, you'll just have to wait. And so then whenever I finally did go on Facebook Live and I had my broker there and we were all excited and stuff, we rang a bell. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then I had like tons of likes and people were reaching out like, hey, I forgot you were even in real estate. I needed some help. Um, That's so, awesome. Yeah, I like that so idea. One tip of advice on that, what used to work then does not work the same today. 
And so you have to give them more information as to why they should care, why they should be curious and how much fun can you make it for them? Also making it fun for yourself, right? Okay. Like leave them little clues. Like, you know, if you have a microphone or even your, your um, little ear pods or whatever, like take a picture and like leave them on your shoes or like try to drop subtle hints and subtle clues, but make it really fun because they're like, oh, I think I know what it is. And it's like, you're not just saying something's coming, but you're also kind of, you know, building that anticipation by just dropping hints. Doesn't it also make a person okay. accountable to themselves when they start to announce yeah. things? Yes. Okay. After you start talking about it, and mm. people are going to be like, what happened? What, what you exactly. And there's always going to be people calling you out, like, why you didn't yeah. show up today? Why are you not here? <laughs> so is this so? Is this something that people can learn from like your program, Christy, that you have where they can learn how to initiate the process of moving in the direction of like fulfilling their passion or living their passion? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Everything that we talked through with Ryan today, and thank you, Ryan, for sharing your information, your story with us. Um, But literally everything we've talked through, every step by step, um, talking about what your vision is, how to put it into action, how to get clear on what you need to be talking about and how you show up, how to build that anticipation, how to create that consistency to just feel empowered to start today and moving into something more defined and refined later. Um, all every single step of that is covered in my program from start to finish. Mm. So people like need to go over there and sign up for that mm-hmm. <laughs> like tomorrow or like yeah. yesterday or not. Don't wait for a Nate. Do it today. You That's know? <laughs> right. Don't wait for a Nate. <laughs> and the cool thing about it is that, you know, everybody's goal, you know, what they're trying to accomplish is different. So like Ryan is starting a podcast. Yeah, you might be starting a program or somebody might be wanting to launch a membership or maybe a tiny offer of some kind. Like everybody's outcome goal is different, but the process to get you to that consistent clarity and that action is the same for everybody. Mm. Do you think that people have a tendency where they have these ideas or they, they have this thing they want to do and they are ready to give up everything else in their lives because they want to focus solely on that. But at the same time, there isn't enough built up around it or a foundation built up around it that they are kind of setting themselves up for disaster or for a failure? Yeah, a little bit because it doesn't happen as fast as you'd like it to. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you feel the pressure of trying to make it perfect instead of just taking action to get it out there. Yeah. Right. And so, and because of those barriers that we create for ourselves to kind of stop us in point because, oh, we don't have this perfect yet, or this piece isn't per- perfect yet, or I haven't figured that out. Um, we actually end up self-sabotaging ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I like to say, keep things business as normal until you are ready to make that change. And you'll know when it's time. Yeah. Which for me, it took a year to make that change because mm-hmm. I had to build my business up over the course of a year. But I was still working at Starbucks and I was working my 40 to 50 hour shifts and coming home, taking a shower, eating something, and then, you know, seeing four or five people that evening. So I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it meant something to me because I stuck with it and it worked in my favor and I was able to leave my job to do what I do full time. So it's going to take time. Yeah. Yeah. If it's really where your passion lies and where you're really meant to be, if you're taking constant and consistent action and the effort towards getting to that point, Mm. then it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of, of, uh, uh, if, you know, sorry, it's a matter of when it happens, not if, Mm. if you're on the right track. Right. 
but you'll never know if you're on the right track if you're not taking action. Do you have to yeah. feel passionate about something all the time if you're working on it? Because I mean, I, I know people who are amazing realtors or who are amazing, you mm -hmm. know, branding coaches or who are amazing psychic mediums or who are amazing um, teachers and doctors, etc. They don't always feel passionate about the work they're doing. They, they, they care about it. They feel pulled to do it, but they don't always feel like every day, I'm so excited to go to work today. Like, I don't always wake up that way. You know, I wake up something, <laughs> it takes me two hours, three hours in the morning just to wrap my head around, okay, this is what I'm doing yep. today. Get your mind there. And so mm -hmm. do you think it's necessary to have so much passion, like all the time over even just a new, something new that you're creating or you're, you know, uh, creating or something new that you're starting to birth into existence? Um, I think that there has to be some degree of passion in there because if it's something where your body is just kind of sending you messages like, oh, this is not good and I should not be doing this. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Then that's a sign, mm -hmm. right? To say like, you're not on the right track, sister. Like, let's get you back on track over here mm -hmm. instead so that you actually, for the most part, I would say at least 75% of the time you need to feel excited because let's face it, as an entrepreneur, there are tasks that have to be done that we don't want to do. Mm -hmm. But in order to do our live our passion, we have to have them done, mm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to ask Chrissy before we end our session? No, I'm good. I have got a page full of notes. And you can tell I'm not like a detailed note taker. Yeah. It's all but I've got a page full of notes. I'm excited to go and start executing. And I'm going to go live just as soon as we finish up here. Awesome. Can't wait to see. Okay. Make sure you follow me on social media at Red Shoe Ryan. Thanks so much for energetically tuning in. To follow Christy or to know more about her work, go to christykeever.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-E-K-E-E-V-E-R.com. Be sure to tune in and follow Red Shoe Ryan on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you enjoyed this episode or would like to ask branding and business strategist coach Christy a question about your own passion, then submit your question under my Facebook and Instagram posts about this episode. Also, help me grow my audience by liking, sharing, and reviewing my show on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and check out my website at fernandomarone.com for additional content, updates, articles, and more. Till next time, kiddos, and be sure to have yourselves a namaste.